0: Welcome to the Draft Champions Podcast. We're here again to review the Battle of the Podcast. We got two new special guests. We're here with um, Maddie Davis and Mike Simeone. How are you guys doing?
1: Good man. It's uh it's Simeone.
0: <laughs> Sorry. It nobody,
1: nobody gets it right, Jack. You. Don't but
0: worry about it. let try to make it a little more Italian. Ah, smart. <laughs>
2: All is well. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. This league has been a blast. We're currently in the 49th round, I believe, or are we in the 50th yet? And uh, it's about to wrap up, but hopefully we uh, can all learn a lot from what we all, all put together because it has been a shit show.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been quite the draft. So um, before we get started, why don't, why don't you guys tell everyone where they can uh, find you on Twitter so
1: you can get um, that going? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at sbstreamer, obviously.
2: <laughs> and uh, Michael's a lot smarter than me. Uh, I unfortunately have underscore. underscore. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Zach.
0: <laughs> so, and obviously, you guys both have uh, your own podcast. You have the SB Streamer podcast, and Maddie, you got the um, FTN Fantasy Baseball podcast. Correct. Yep, I've uh, definitely listened to uh, both of you guys, and they're both uh, great podcasts. So, if you uh, haven't checked it out should do so if you're listening to this you probably have listened to the other podcasts that we're talking about right now so um without further ado we want to talk about the battle of the podcast here so like like i said before man like this has been fun this is like this has been a lot of fun this draft it's been crazy it's been challenging and it's been great prep for other drafts that are that are coming up so um there's some obviously the overarching theme we'll get we'll get right into it is pitching um we've we've talked about it at nauseum already but um Matt, you started off with four straight hitters. Now, um, obviously, not everyone can do, uh, not everyone can go pocket aces um, with the first two picks because there just aren't enough good pitchers. But um, so somebody has to somebody has to go heavier on hitting, and that's uh, and you're one of the you're one of the teams that did go heavier uh, hitting to start with. You started with four hitters. Now, my question to you is how do you how do you address pitching um, after that? Do you do you try to address um, to catch up on the innings or catch up on the ratios or um, together, or do you want to, do you want to look at getting the volume first and then stabilizing your ratio? So how did you tell us how you attacked that?
2: It was kind of a blend of both. Uh, I was really hoping for Jose Barrios in the fifth inning and was happy to land him. He's already had a 200 innings pitch season and we saw some underlying metrics that might bode well for him coming into his 26, 27 age season. So I was happy to start with him um, you know, already being behind the boat there. And then with Chris Paddock and Joe Musgrove, I don't really have too much um, of innings pitch concerns with both of them being in San Diego. I don't think either of them will go 200 innings, but 170, 180 would be fine with me. And then blending in people like Dustin May, Nick Anderson, and Tony Gonsolin, I think that the ratios will be fine there. And I'm actually pretty confident in Dustin May and the development that he's going to have. I know people are starting to... Expressed some concerns about his strikeout rate and swinging strike rate, uh, um, you know that comes along with his sexy gifts on Twitter. So I, I just don't think that there he's done growing and developing. So I just kind of went with a blend right there. And to be honest with you, I don't really at that point. That was the 11th round after I took Nick Anderson. I at that point in the draft I started to feel okay where I was at, or I'm sorry, Tony Gonsolin in the 12th. I started to feel okay where I was at in regards to pitching depth. I didn't feel like I was really that far behind. Um, And looking at a team that did invest much more than me in pitching was Toby bat flip crazy at on the turn and team 14, he went with Darvish and Nola, but then he didn't select his third pitcher until the 13th round in drew smiley, who has major innings pitch concerns. So I, I don't think that I'm, you know, especially with somebody that did invest heavily right away, I don't feel like I'm too far behind the pack.
0: No, I agree. I think you did. I think you did well. And, um, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you, um, estimated, uh, Paddock and Musgrove's innings, uh, what, um, uh, how you did, because I think there's a lot of, um, I think, um, I feel that the concern over the innings is a little bit overblown right now. And I think, I think pitchers are going to come back and they're going to, they're going to throw almost what they would anyways, especially the ones that aren't like, you know, younger pitchers, maybe, maybe you'll have that concern with a guy like like may um, would be one of those guys where you would be a little bit concerned, but that you'd be concerned anyways. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing I will say about may is he's had, so we're all kind of sprinkling this dust of, well, he's had 140 innings pitched, so he can go deeper like Urquidy and Pablo Lopez, et cetera, et cetera. We're, we're hypothetically saying it, well, it's about the organization as well. So I agree with Houston. Sure. They want to, you know, let guys go a little bit deeper. We saw how many pitches he was throwing per game, et cetera. But if you look, Dustin May's already had 140 plus innings pitch season in, as well. And that was in 2019. So I don't have too much concerns about some of these Dodgers. Uh, the last time we saw a full season with the Dodgers, they also had Kenta Maeda, Ross Stripling, and Hianjin Ryu. All three of those guys are gone. So the depth that everyone's thinking about, sure, they have Josiah Gray, but that, that's not part of the plan in 2021. I truly believe that the Dodgers can stick to doing what they normally do, and they still will have some Dodgeritis but they're going to let these guys develop and grow. I think that these guys are being far too discounted. In my opinion, the talent outweighs a lot of these guys that are being drafted, not a lot of them, but some of the guys that are being drafted ahead of them. And I think it's just outrageous. And, and I am like a huge Dodgers person Homer or whatever. I don't normally invest in Dodgers a lot. To be honest, if you ask anybody that has played with me in the live events, I'm not somebody that walks away with a lot of Dodgers. So this has kind of been something a little bit different for me this year and I'm quite comfortable with it.
1: So May, can I ask you something quick? Um, I I love Gonslin. He's like one of my favorite pitchers. Um, but are you worried? Because you have May and Gonslin. So, like, I mean, you might know this better than me, but like I is there room for both of them in that rotation?
2: As of now, yeah. Um
1: who do you think there's gonna be them? room?
2: Well, the thing is, is there's going to be room for everyone, right? When Kershaw takes his itis and David Price gets his and, you know, everyone's going to have some sort of time missed, right? And it all just plugs in. And then you have sometimes where things do get weird in the seven game, uh, seven game week where there's an opener or they, there's just so many different options to where these guys are going to pitch and. I don't think that they're going to suppress a lot of their innings just because of the depth. Because the depth really, like we say, five starting pitchers, six starting pitchers, that's never enough, right? It's never enough. So they're they're gonna they're gonna get their burn.
1: You're not afraid to have two of them on the same team, though. That's what I'm asking. No,
2: no, I actually like that more uh than than the opposite because um I think that you're just getting double the quality to be honest with you maybe the quantity doesn't max out for both but i think that the quality that you'll get will be fine and you'll know how to use them
1: do you think they'll be conservative with price i don't think so
2: i i I, i'm 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 still very my mind's still puzzled with what what's going on with him um and i don't know how he's going to feel he might even be on the end of yeah let's kind of give me some breaks in the season they do some weird things but um, it's really hard to project him. But I think that he's also a person that can benefit from that time missed. Um, he could just come back out and say, use me until I'm done, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so he's a real tricky situation because he's older and they have paid for the contract. And it's just, he's a different scenario for sure. But um, yeah, it's hard to project him. I, th- I guess he would just go until, I guess he can't, but they still could, if he says, you know, communicating with them, I, I'm kind of feeling a little fatigued here. Let's take a little seven to 10 days off. Then bam, yeah. there you go.
0: These formats, I, I always struggle with, um, do you want to get that monopoly board? Like uh, Johnny, Johnny Allo always talks about like when, when he talks about getting the closers on the same team and you, you sort of, and that I do like to do that. And that's what you've done. It sort of hedges your bet because you got both, you got both of them. So you can always, one in there should be at least one maybe two and anything and and two would be a bonus the only trepidation i have there is he gave the example of like okay if you draft a draft gore as well and maybe he was saying that before the musgrove signing but here it's like yeah i like doing that monopoly board thing but when you have to use two picks within your first 23 within your first 23 picks so you're using two of your like quote unquote starters for like the same um roster spot you know what i mean that's when it gets a little bit tougher right but I still like that. And um, I, I, I mean, I'm in, I'm in with what you're saying. I love, like I drafted Urias and um, what you're saying uh, makes me feel good about Urias. And I love Gonsolin too. And I think I posted something underneath what yeah. you um, posted, Mike, um, just Gonsolin. It's like, I, I can't figure it out. Like, I don't really know what to make of it, but like when he was, when he was down three, one, three, zero and two and two, zero, when he was down in the count by more than two, he just had like an, like out of this world, like an um, on base percentage, like way, like way, like a huge outlier compared to everyone else. And I guess that's good because he was battling back in accounts. So he was um, striking out batters and not walking batters and, and uh, not letting runners on at that point. Mm-hmm.
3: May, may
2: I mention something real quick about the pairing? So we, we discussed the Dodgers pairings and going about May and Gonsolin, but you brought up Eric cross drafting Danelson Lamette. He did that in the ninth round. And then he paired him with Gore in the 26th. I actually got burned by Mackenzie Gore last year, thinking a short season, he'll get his opportunities and he kind of just rotted on my bench and, and he was dead weight to be honest with you. And, and the concerns I have with little and I'm sure it's one of the few things Michael and I will agree with is (laughs) we don't know if he's going to give you one innings pitched or however many, you know, it, whatever his ceiling is, we don't even know that, but we don't know if he's even going to pitch right now. And as an, as a person that had invested in Mackenzie Gore last year in the main event, so there was so many fifth starter options for the Padres that were given opportunities. He wasn't the second, the third, or even almost even the fourth option to get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So when investing an in eighth round and the 26th round, I at least I want to know if they're going to pitch and n- neither of them might pitch this year. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but, uh, or pessimistic, but that's the reality of these things. Um, they're loading up in San Diego and They're trying to win now. So, yeah, I'd have concerns about pairing that sort of pairing.
1: It's so weird because, I mean, I'm not a big prospects guy, but everyone who, you know, is into prospects, they all say Gore is like the best pitching prospect out there. But it makes me think that something's going on there, whether it's maybe he's not as good as we think or there's an injury or something, but like, you know, like Maddie was just saying, like, they aren't using him. And it's like, why not? Like, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. So I feel like something's going on there. And um, I know later in the show, we're supposed to talk about picks that we hate. But I was going to bring that up. I I hate the Lamet pick, obviously. But, um, yeah, and then picking Gore later, it's just so risky going those two um the pairing doesn't make sense to me at all <laughs>
0: i had personally a, I had an after eric kicked lamette and
1: we
2: I, agree <laughs> I,
0: have to, I have to be honest i almost bit the bullet on lamette but the more i think about it i just can't draft him especially after Musgrove, <laughs> after after they got Musgrove, i'm done with that he's well lamette's on my board with stanton donaldson and tommy fan all four of those guys no way um now that said, where Eric got Lamette and um, Mac- Mackenzie Gore, he got them at good value, um, I believe. He got he got them well, later than, than.
2: How can you say that though? If neither pitch mm. an inning, how is that good value? <laughs> yeah.
0: In terms of that's per-
2: that's perceived, return perceived on investment. That? Yeah. <laughs> so or-
0: I'm talking about though. I'm not talking about like um, actual value. I,
2: I don't about- know, man. Sometimes, sometimes when someone falls like that, yes, yeah, sometimes. There are people that fall too far, and then you're like, all right, I'll click on them, and it works out. But for the most part, you usually end up being the biggest fish where it's like, well, I was going to go with him there. Now he fell again and again, and you still have trepidation, but then you end up clicking draft. That usually doesn't end up well. I think and he's, like you just uh, said, Zach, you uh, thought about doing it. What Was that in the eighth over Dylan Moore? Were you thinking about going there with the Nelson LeMet?
0: It could have been that early. Um, was it? Was it?
1: He went in the ninth.
0: Okay, so it was out. Uh, it was out. Uh, was, uh, was instead of um, Tyler Molly. I'm so glad I took Tyler Molly instead. Of, well,
1: um, you took Molly after Lamette.
0: Yeah, but if 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 he let Lamette fall to me, I, uh, I
1: about it. Gotcha. In hindsight, okay. I'm
0: really glad
1: so
2: in the ninth.
0: I'm really glad that I don't have Lamette um, in hindsight. um that, Well, you
2: drafted a healthy pitcher over an unhealthy yeah. one, so that's good.
0: and and tyler molly i'm popping molly all year i have like he's one of my most owned players oh yeah
1: the new slider.
0: yeah um one one thing going back to what you said about uh the prospect gore and i i invested um in the main event in Mackenzie gore too and early and uh that was one of my big takeaways in my learning um one of the learning points that i have with these main events in the nfbc being the first time i played last year is i invested way too early on, on young pitching and it's one thing investing early on young hitting, like Louis Rubber, Larry Lou Bob, um, or like the Kalenic this year. I don't mind that, but um, young pitching, I'm just out on. Like I, I, I sunk money into Gore, Pearson, and Spencer Howard. Fuck, like no, not ne- never again. Like even even Gore at quote unquote a discount this year, even though he should have been up last year. No, but I tell you, I was looking into him a lot because I owned a lot of shares of him, and I got burned on him, like like you said, you did. And I, I, um, what I read about him last year at the alternate training site is that he was nitpicking too much. So he has all the talent in the world, but they said that he was not being aggressive enough in like, I guess these, um, in SimCity, that's what I heard last year. So I don't Mm -hmm. know what's happened since then, but that's Mm -hmm. the only, that's a, that's like the, I guess, most relevant uh, tidbit of information that I was able to gather.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: So, um, Mike, your team, um. Uh, looking, look, I, like I know that you have rankings for pitchers, and um, we alluded to the fact that you took Framber Valdez and you took him ahead of some other um, um, pitchers that may be in a tier um, around him. Or um, I, I, I don't, I don't have the rankings in front of me, but off, um, that might might be even you might have taken him ahead of uh, pitchers you might have ranked in front of him. Now, myself, I want to like I play in enough leagues where I want to diversify. And like, just taking the example of like, like the tier of Nola, Castillo, Flaherty, Woodruff, or sorry, Nola, G, Nola, Giolito, Castillo. Like I personally, I like Nola the most out of those three, but I don't like him. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a good enough analyst to know which one will be better. So I'll just, I want to diversify. And oftentimes I'll just take Giolito first because I know he'll be the hardest one to attain. So I want to get a nice like 40, 30, 30 split of them. Now, when you do your rankings, do you, well, I know you, well, you obviously you have a rank, you, you have your list, but when you actually come down to drafting, do you want to have like a portfolio and do you want to have like a certain percentage of players within a tier or do you really stick to your, um, stick to your list and, um, maybe tell us how that played out or like an example of that within this draft.
2: Sorry to cut you off real quick, Michael, please tell the people where you can find those rankings.
1: <laughs> um i need to do an update of them but they, they're on all my, right they're on my website if you want to look spstreamer.com and, and what's the website okay spstreamer.com uh, yeah. yes okay. um you're good at this maddie yeah uh <laughs> so i mean for me i'm a little different than um kind of like you, Zach, like I know you had drafted a ton of teams, right? I don't you have like 15 teams already or something? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so
1: if I drafted a lot of teams, I get what you're saying. I would, I would do the same because um, I'd be afraid of putting all my eggs into one basket. And then if that guy drops out, then you're screwed. Um, but personally, I'm someone who doesn't do that, that many teams. Um, so I like to trust my process as much as possible. And um, yeah, I literally go by who I have next available and who, um, you know, I like the most. And um, again, it's just about me trusting, I guess, the way, I guess I believe in the way I, I break down pitchers. Um, So yeah, I just go by the rankings. I mean, that's why I'm probably gonna have a lot of shares of Castillo this year (laughs) uh, because I have him ranked higher than basically everybody else. So um, yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, It depends on the pitchers too. Like, like I do love Nola. I do love Giolito. So um, maybe one draft will I take them over Castillo, probably. Um, But like I took Valdez over Corbin Burns. And that's to me is just because while I do think Corbin Burns is better stuff, I think it's more likely Valdez is, I think Valdez is very close to him. And I think that he's going to go further into games and have more innings pitched than Burns, where it's going to outweigh, that little gap that they have between each other skill wise.
2: I agree with that as well. Mike I, question for you. Do you have Luis Castillo at three abo- above, Shane Beaver or do you have him at four? Right no, below? I have him at four.
1: Okay. Yes.
2: I want to, I want to push Giolito above Beaver.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, I just I saw want, someone, to. someone, someone posted, he didn't go that high, but someone posted a, uh, a draft. They just did with Casey Chow and he had Giolito as the fourth pitcher off the board. Kind of like what DPI just did. Who posted that? Yeah. I I, uh, I I can't remember. I saw it on my feed tonight.
0: Oh, they posted with names and everything?
1: Mm-hmm. Really? K, uh, yeah, I, I saw Cha, so I'm assuming it's him. Uh, yeah,
2: it's him. <laughs> it's him. It was probably a 400 DC. Um, yeah. I thought about taking Giolito 11th uh, overall instead of Freddie Freeman, and I probably should have because I probably could have gotten Freddie in the second round over Francisco Lindor. So that was – right away that was my first regret and i i really did think about it um but i'm okay with freddie for a minute i'm big fan
0: yeah, i heard i heard I, you on um on uh turn two podcast today i was listening to that you guys did a great job and i heard you discussing thank you uh, discussing that it made sense it, your logic made a lot of sense um before we i want to i want to co- challenge you guys and one one pick each uh from mm-hmm. each of your drafts And before i do that i, I just want to go i just want to um tell you what i did what i did like about your drafts i think um, Matt, your draft, I think you, like you have, like, you're like going through the whole draft. You have like no holes, like all of your, like, I know what I've, what I've looked at is all your players are going to play. Um,
2: Zach, that's how you make money.
0: <laughs> I'm learning. <that. laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So you don't, you don't, you don't draft McKenzie Gore and yeah, Anderson and yeah, so you, you don't, you don't, you don't really have a lot of prospects, right? So you and, and that and that uh, for, your, for like from hitting hitting wise, and I noticed that the the people that were very successful like in the main event cycle like invested in pitching and cycle mm-hmm. through hitting, the cheap hitters that just got at bats. So guys like I'm I have mm-hmm. luck, but guys on your team like you have Mazzara. Hopefully finds a home. I have a lot of him too, and like Jake Fraley, Jazz Chisholm, Simmons, like all these guys that like should have roles. You're, you're gonna find them. Um, especially the hitters, like it's, it's biweekly or not, not biweekly, but two times a week, um, um, roster changes or lineup changes. Um, so you can, you can, uh, play those, t- uh, play those players when they have for a four game, a four game set during Monday through Thursday and, you know, take, take players in and out. So I think that's going to be really important. That's something I didn't really focus on a lot last year. I focused on more skill and upside too much. And that's one of the flaws. Another thing that you did well was what um, I personally like is you had that uh, Cincinnati Monopoly board in, in the outfield, so it, that that's, I think I think that is important. It's sort of like it's sort of like your fantasy football mindset, handcuffing um, mm. running back. Um, you got to pick your spots here, um, so I, I like that a lot. Um, and then I'm looking at um, looking at my Mike Mike uh, your team. You got you took a lot of players that that I was going to take. Like I wanted Suarez where you took him um i should uh i was really in the tank about lopez versus urias that's so kind of like a toss-up for me and then when like when you what after i took urias and you said you were like you were humming and high between lopez and bomb and then you're like i'm like ah, oh, fuck because i wanted i, I almost took yeah, bomb. are not getting bomb back <laughs> no I'm like, I'm like i'm not getting bomb back at this point i'm like no no because that was I'm
2: mike's gonna... quickest that was mike's quickest pick he knew where he was going. I was shocked. It, it was mom very came quick. To me.
0: <laughs> At least you ripped the bandit off. You uh, it off pretty quickly. Um, yeah. But I'm um, just going through your team here. Like I, I can't believe everyone let you get Lorenzen. Like I, I I wanted to, I actually like where you got him was actually gr- a great price for him too, considering everyone knows that you love him.
1: Yeah. i was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: crazy. Another guy here, and I'm just going through another guy here is Wick. Now. He's, he's kind of a, a target for me later on because I'm like, I'm thinking to myself and I haven't mentioned this yet. Like there's no way Kimberl's going to stay on the Cubs all year.
1: I don't believe it. I don't even believe in his skills at all.
0: Well, it's not even that. But it's just like, I don't think he's going he to I don't
1: even know if he makes it to
0: spring
2: training
1: with him.
0: There's no reason for him. To, <laughs> like, they're, like might as well right. eat like three quarters of his contract and ship him out somewhere else, right? Yeah. So I think Wick and like, they don't have Jeffers there anymore. I think I, I, I'm in another draft right now and I made sure to grab Wick. Um, I think that's a great late pick. Um, so yeah, I like, I like a lot of your picks you and creamer is a good pick too. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but, um,
1: yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm pretty bad with, uh, this with, uh, pronunciation name, name, so, all right, so it's okay.
2: wants- Zach, Zach botched your last name. We're good. Yeah, it's, it's
0: fine. Okay. It's okay. My, my wife's Italian. I can do that.
2: <laughs> That's where it comes from.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So who wants to defend their pick first?
2: Which pick am I defending? I'll, I'll defend. I'd love to defend myself. All right. So <laughs> can I defend Jose Barrios?
0: <laughs> that's, that's part which one of our questions. Um, sure. You can do, you can actually, yeah, because you, you, you can, you want to, def, you want to defend two players.
2: Sure. Whatever.
0: All right. So I let's, just, talk, let's talk about Barrios because there's, there's, been, there's been, there's been, there's been some heat about Barrios that maybe um, I think you, you want to, Maybe you want to voice your opinion on that.
2: Yeah. To, to put it simply, we've seen a 200 innings pitch season check. We've seen continuous development. um, Even though it was a short season last year with an increase in strikeout rate, people are concerned that his, his walk rate got to nine, like 0.5% or whatever, but he has a career walk rate that's well below that he's got actually a really, really well walk rate for his career And he pitches in a weak division. I think that there's still room for growth and development. He's only 26. He'll turn 27 in May. I'm just not sure what there's not to like. We haven't had any elbow concerns, knock on wood, shoulder concerns, ligament concerns. There's nothing there that says that he can't get better. And we kind of saw that at the end of last season. So we even saw a tick in velocity. And if he can obtain that tick in velocity – He's a volume monster, just like everybody else. 200 innings, right? Garrett Cole for the last three years averaged 205. And, and we've seen Berrios with 200. So I don't see why the distaste is so strong for Berrios when he's – everyone thinks he's so fucking old. Like if we saw him only do like two seasons in last – let's say he's only pitched two seasons. He gave you whatever he gave in 2019 and then did what he did in 2020. Where would he be draft, being drafted today? It it would be insane. People are baking in his rookie season in 2016 where he had like almost a nine ERA. That's absurd. Please do not do that. That his ERA since 2017 is 3.82. So I think people are just absolutely wrong if they think Barrios is a bad pick. And I'm sure I waited a little bit too long when it comes to starting pitching, but staring at Corey Seager over any starting pitcher that was available, I'm not going to pass up that return on investment so that's that's what i did there i hear
0: you on that and this may, maybe my d- defend your pick is sort of it, it's gonna all it's gonna all come full circle um because it's not really a defend your pick it's a, it's a defend i guess the strategy now the, the pick that is not so much the pick it's just the like it's not so much the player it's the, the strategy here so i'm going to focus on Rendon in the third round so you already had a corner infielder in the first round freddie freeman obviously a great pick now we at that point we already knew that uh, starting pitchers were flying off the board. Now there, at that point, there was still Snell, Lynn, Sonny Gray, and then Colburn Burns, Frank Valdez. That's getting a bit deeper, but um, all those pitchers were still available yet um, and very vulnerable to be taken very soon, given the nature of the draft. Now you took Rendon, like uh, I, I get taking Seeger after those guys like were off the board because um, after you took, after you chose Rendon, Lynn gray and Snell were all taken. And um, I think Seager there was great in the fourth round, but Rendon being there in the third round, not having any stolen bases, just would you have done anything differently? I'm not, I'm not knocking the pick. I'm
2: no, just... I wouldn't have actually. So looking at it again, Snell, Lynn gray, that's too rich for me in the third. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care about draft trends. I don't care what the draft is doing there's still an acquisition cost per slot and that is far too rich for me. And I actually like Anthony Rendon and I'm pretty confident that I like him above Nolan Arenado and Raphael Devers. So for me, being able to get him at the, I guess the middle to the end of the third round there, it, it was fine. I, I actually don't regret him whatsoever to be honest with you, because he just kind of adds on to my strength and I don't think that he's going to give you, I don't think he stole a base last year. But then when you look into his speed metrics, they were still pretty decent. And he's he's known to swipe in a, a few and chip in, just like Freddie Freeman. And I think if he does that with another year, I always love a player coming off a big contract in their second season. The first year can come with a little bit of pressure and the unknown. But him and, yeah, him and Mike Trout are going to give you the 200-plus counting stats, the 300-plus batting average, 30-plus home runs. And give me, I want it. I want that safety. Like, that's that's... Yeah,
1: give me. Right on. No what rip-bats. about what about replacing no. Seager with like? What if you no went Corbin grabs. Burns? Because... No, I would never go Corbin Burns. All right, the all right. Seger, I didn't dude. know you don't like him. All right, no, I'd go. I'd go. I well, I was Barrios. just gonna say because if you um because I feel Barrios like Burns, I feel like Burns or like a Freed or a Valdez would have been paired really nicely with Barrios. That's all I'm so. saying.
2: Sure, but they went before him around earlier and or around and a half earlier actually and. I just think that the floor with Barrios, with the innings pitched and and everything that it gives to you, it's just, no, I know I it's like not exciting, but he can't, he was exciting though, is the thing. Like people fucking, man, they're so recency biased. Like remember <laughs> when everyone thought for like, and they were wrong when thinking this, like, look at the slider in, you know, the, the, uh, what was it? The Olympics or whatever. And it's like, Oh, like you got to like, look at the opponents and everything. Like the, the swing and miss stuff was just insane back then. And he was young. He was like 22 or whatever. And you can't like, just because he doesn't do that right away, or he's not going to do that even doesn't mean that he's going to be a really good pitcher. And I, I truly believe Jose Barrios is a really good pitcher. I don't even think that's up for conversation actually. Like
0: is he's in a good division too.
2: Yeah. Like here, I, I'll give you something that I, I kind of wanted to tweet out a little bit earlier, but I, I'm trying to get better about keeping my mouth shut or my Twitter fingers closed. Jose Barrios is going to out earn his teammate Kenton Maeda this year. So you can do it, do whatever you want with that. But yeah, Mark at eight, dude.
1: I actually don't hate that um, question. Would you have taken Hendricks over Barrios?
2: Uh, that was a really tough head scratcher for me. And I still don't know how to answer that.
1: <laughs> and, you're, and you're glad that you didn't have to be. F- yeah, it, uh, I actually was. I'm, I'm
2: a pretty big Kyle Hendricks so fanboy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, if um, I don't know how you, I don't know what your feelings on Sterling Marte is, but if say Corey Seager was taken where Sterling Marte was at the beginning of the fourth round, would you, what, where would you have gone with that pick?
2: Now that's really interesting. I don't know what I would have done, to be <laughs> honest with you. Uh, I wouldn't nervous. have gone. I, I'm not the biggest Starling Marte guy, and there and in are. the fourth, that's probably wrong. Um, hmm. The plan all of long, all, the the plan all along was to go Sonny Gray. That was or Lance hmm. That was the that was the plan in the fourth round. I not was true. hoping seeing Team Thirteen, Rob DePetro, seeing Toby. Both of them with a couple starting pitchers and then yeah. seeing Michael Sh- Gauvier in the third. Yeah. Shocked, Shocked. Exactly. Rob took
1: Lynn. Shocked. Yes, Rob took Lynn. me too.
2: I, I did not no, expect that. So I thought one of them would fall to me. That's that, why that's I like your Rendon honest.
1: pick because if I was you too, I would have thought the same thing. I would have been like Lynn or Greyer definitely going to fall to me. I'll grab one of them in the third. And, and that's, that's why I went Rendon. Crazy. And I'm still good with it. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now do you
0: value, so obviously you value Rendon over Seager.
2: Uh, actually I thought about taking Seeger over Rendon, but then when I saw Devers and Arenado go. Yeah, I saw Arenado and uh Devers go. So I figured, okay, maybe Seager has a chance. I didn't think Seeger would fall to me. Um, but I, I already had Lindor, so why would I go Seager there in the third, right? And I mean, that's kind of I'm not I, I don't like to put myself in that corner right away necessarily. So when when weighing two people, you have one shortstop you don't have a third baseman, take the third baseman.
0: Right. And you know, it, it, and that this is, this is fascinating to me because it's like, you, you talk about different uh, places to draft from like the KDS and you talk about different strategies. You can win many different ways. And I've listened to your podcast today, actually, Matt, it can, you can, you can eat from any spot on the table. You said, what was it?
2: That's absolutely. You should be able to feast wherever you're given the food. Right. So uh, I, I'm, I have, I'm up the utmost confidence of feasting wherever you're given so, wherever you're placed at the dinner table, meaning your draft spot one through 15, Ezekiel Elliott gif, go to work. Just start it's feeding. Yeah, great. Yeah, I fuck that, dude. Have come on. I don't care where we draft feeding. that. Uh, so, a disclaimer uh, Justin Mason set my KDS and he fucked me over. So, yeah, actually,
1: he did. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, absolutely. He texted me and yep, and I said it and I sent him the screenshot of it set and. Amazing. Yeah, that's why I was drafting 11. I didn't actually want to draft there at all. So. Well,
3: that's, your fault. That's, that's
0: your fault for trusting him. <laughs> no, but it's
2: just a point. It's a point proven, like uh, not saying my team won or it's the best, w- which we don't know any of that yet, but you just you go with what you're given. Like, we're lucky to have a KDS. This thing could be thrown in a fucking hopper and here you go. This is what you're given. Like, it's, it's you know, I don't well, know. You were
0: saying feed me 300 batting averages. Look at your team. Just feed me. Freddie, Freddie, yeah. Rundon, Give Stier. me. Give me yeah
2: fuck um, i love brandon Lau too by the way it's the, that's another <laughs> I, I might do an article on him next he's uh
0: i did i did, a, I, did a, I did an auction uh like on sunday night i got brandon Lau for 12 bucks i was really happy. oh my god yeah kind of market wow. 14 or 16 like i, I was surprised like i'm a, he could 100.
2: legit he could legit be the highest earning second baseman this season
0: maybe but uh, people. I think people are afraid of the Rays, like because they got all the guys coming up, and they're afraid that he'll, he'll lose a spot. Um, he'll lose playing. Nope. There's
2: three players that'll play every day, and it's Rosario, Manos, and Lau. So everybody else have some concerns about, but do not have concerns about those three Rays.
0: Good. All I'm right. Confident in that Mike, your pick. I want. I want. What I want to focus on is. Um, I want to find him the draft.
1: Um, Willie Castro.
0: Willie Castro, where is he? I'm trying to look. I'm looking at the draft board. Where did you draft him? Uh,
1: I took him. Oh, there In the
0: 15th. 15th round. Okay. So my, I have to be honest. I haven't looked into him that much. I don't have any shares of him. I I, I haven't. I didn't have any of him last year. So the one thing I did notice was um, I looked at, like I do, I looked at the splits, league, splits leader leaderboard. He had a 436 batting average on ground balls. Um, and that's the highest batting average on ground balls in the last decade um, for for qualified hitters. I know that like it is in the minor, he had good numbers in the minor leagues. Um, he, but like so far in the majors, he hasn't hit for any power and hasn't stolen any bases. And in 2019, he wasn't anything special. So to spend a 15th round pick, like, I don't know, I'm not knocking the pick. I just don't, I haven't done enough research on him.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I think you're right, right there. I mean, so I mainly took him because I thought he fit my team at the time. Um, I like to really, I think I really think he's going to somewhat replicate minor league numbers. Um, so obviously okay. he's not going to hit 350, uh, but I also don't think he's going to hit 250. I think he's going to give you a decent average. Um, I think the bags are going to come. He's always always stolen bases, and um, I think he's going to have a little bit of power in there. I mean, if I want to be, you know, if I want to guess, I'm hoping like 10 and 10 from him. You know, with a decent average, which doesn't sound great, but you know the position's a little shallow. Yep. um at the time i could have used the multi multi eligibility and um i was severely lacking in average in bags and i feel like he can like i said i think he got me at least 10 i think the average can be there pretty decent um so i i thought he fit my team well at that point um i didn't i didn't really take him too early too i mean his adp since christmas is 236 i took him at 217 i guess maybe i could have waited another round but um yeah I mean that's
0: with this draft you don't know
1: yeah right um so I mean that's my answer I I know it's kind of boring but I just really thought he fit what I needed at the time which is decent average and decent speed and that's what I really needed right there I want to
2: defend the pick real quick actually plus plus you know he's
1: gonna play you know Uh, yeah so I think if he
2: gets I think if he gets 650 this sounds crazy but he could get 650 to 700 plate appearances. You're going to see projection systems anywhere from 500 to 550, which is fair, but there's really, he's, these guys that play on these bad teams, like the Tigers and Orioles could give you a massive amount of volume because some of these guys are just going to play every single day. And if, if anybody like that on a team that's going to play every single day, they're going to accumulate. If they have the speed and a tiny bit of power, you could get 15, 10 from him. Yeah. And he's not somebody that is going to fuck you over in batting average. I know it's a volatile uh, statistic, but he's not going to hurt you there. So if you're able to get 15, 10 or even anything a little bit below that with a decent batting average, I think it's fine. And then there's also, you know, room for a little bit of growth in counting stats because we don't know how the lineup's really going to shake out there. So Mm -hmm. I like it.
1: Exactly. Okay. Fair enough.
0: That's cool. Um, while we're at it, like similarly, I know we didn't have this on the agenda, but Mankata, um, sort of the same thing. And I've talked about this on another, like I've, I've said the same thing on, the, on another podcast, but I haven't talked to you guys about it. Like Mankata, like we talk, we always talk about recency bias and, and I'll, I'll be upfront. I have, a, I've drafted Mankata a couple times already myself, mm-hmm. um, but um, we're saying like he had COVID last year and like there's a recency bias where like, he had, a poor, he had a down year in 2020, but he had an amazing year in 2019. But his other years, his, his, his max batting average any other year was
3: 235.
0: Yeah. He had 315 in 2019. But in that, in that year, again, I'm, 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 I'm cherry picking those same stats I did with Castro. He had a, a 382, three, 382 average on ground balls. That was the fifth highest in, like, that's a really high batting average on ground ball. That's the fifth highest in the last decade like that's really high on the on the leaderboard um, right right under uh, uh, Castro that year he had a four, over 400 Babbitt and he had a they shifted him they shifted him he had a 450 average versus like on ground balls versus, versus a shift in 2019 so he had an extremely high batting average versus the shift so I don't know if that's lucky or whatever but that's the second highest since 2010 so in the last decade so I'm thinking like what like if, like are we expecting Mancada to go back to 2019? Is that the Mancada, or is Mancada sort of like maybe not? The, maybe Mancada is 2020, 2018, 2017. Um, I don't know. I uh, think the thing is look at 20... his expected
2: batting average. Look at that! It Whatever. last year 231. The year he hit 317, it was 264. The year before that, it was 213. The year before that,
1: 213. Yeah.
2: 213.
1: That's gross. I. Um... I mean, I don't, yeah, I obviously don't think he's going to put up 2019 numbers. Um, but I don't think he's as bad as, you know, 2018 either. Um, I think you'd see like a 260 average probably. Um, but he brings that power speed combo and, uh, is really, you know, I love that lineup and, um, you know, I just, I, I think he, he obviously rebounds kind of like you said, he's come out and said, you know, so much about how COVID literally just ruined his body for the entire season. So basically you could just wash out 2020. It doesn't matter at all. Um, so again, I don't think he's as good as 2019, but I don't think he's as bad as 2018. And I think the fact that you get 20 and 10 from him with like average, that's not going to kill you in my, in my view. Um, I think he, he's well worth his ADP personally.
0: I think he could end up, hitting lower in that lineup than, than Lubov Bob eventually, because I feel like, I, like they're high profile prospects and Robert has like, I think he has a higher upside in power and speed probably.
1: Um Probably. In, yeah.
0: Like they're, they both have the batting average risk. So I think I could see at a point where Lubov just ev- eventually surpasses him in that lineup, which I don't know if it makes a huge difference in terms of what you expect from them, but yeah, it, it, I, I, like I said, I have, I have, I've got a couple shares in Moncada. I'm probably going to stop, Investing in him at this point because I've gotten my couple of shares, but he's a guy that yeah I want a couple of shares of him, but I don't want to have
1: like too want, many.
0: No, I don't want to have too many of him.
1: Yeah, um, I, I just like his see- ADP right now. You know, I just yeah. I feel like he's going right where he should be. Basically, is his her, best her case hitting back.
2: sixth in the lineup? What's that?
1: Is his uh, best yeah. case scenario hitting I, sixth? I, I guess because Adam Eaton, right? He's going to be yeah. up there. I like Adam Eaton, uh, too. but yeah, I don't know he's if he sticks his- really.
2: Adam Eaton's one of those bugs that just fucking rots into wood that won't go. <laughs> away. <a> gardener.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. Um one, yeah, just um and the other thing with like third base, like if you wait, like you could get stuck in like like me. I don't know what I forget what I, I forget what I ended up with at third base, but I was hoping on getting bomb. I honestly don't remember what I got, but if you wait and you try and and you wait and you don't get like I'm unconscious. Hmm you know and you miss you whip on bomb like you you get stuck in that limbo land where like bryant and donaldson and like are shallow like
2: don't he, lie to your listeners you ended up with kyle seager
0: tell them did i
2: <laughs> that's your
0: <a good> basement
2: <laughs> uh, which not, is fine actually
0: no, I no 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 you're wrong i got segura
1: oh yeah segura yeah, yeah.
2: okay he's uh, painted in, is he painted in 2b he must yeah. be
1: painted in second uh, yeah yeah yeah
0: so it's not that bad um okay
1: i actually kind of hate my suarez pick actually
0: not man, like i, I was going to make another comment on suarez i was looking at projections I don't, i'm not i'm not a big projections person i don't i don't use them to build my team but i'm looking at all the players that were projected i think it was i think it was 18 um the bat i think it was the bat
1: Yeah, projection for like 40 home runs or something crazy right
0: i looked at all the players that were getting projected for 100 runs and 100 rbis Every one of them was drafted, like, what has an ADP, like, in the third round or higher, except for Suarez. Mm.
1: I mean, I like the skill set. I just think for my team, I probably should have went more with a, uh, like, a speed power. Like, I feel like I should have maybe went with, like, a Meadows or something. Because, um, like I said, I was lacking in speed later on. That's why I took Willie Castro and, and Ben Attendee. Um So, I kind of feel like if I took maybe speed there and took some power later, it may have turned out a little better for me.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was I was planning on taking Suarez there to be honest, and then I ended, I like Gordon Guriel mm-hmm. too. And one thing one thing I I don't think people are yeah. talking with Guriel with all the, the the signing of Springer. around you can talk about it at nauseum, and we talked about the we actually talked about uh, uh, Brantley signing with Toronto. We assumed Brantley signed with Toronto when we yeah.
3: passed.
0: Um, but um, one thing that even 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 without Brantley, do you guys like? think um guriel will now have multi-position eligibility um given that Springer's going to be in center field like i could see him getting enough games at first base um or second probably probably first base i could see him getting first base eligibility now which might um, increase his value
1: you're asking go us. ahead michael <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> do we think he can i mean
0: well, I, i'm saying i'm saying i think he probably will now um, uh, just from what I've read, on
2: uh, what if he gets traded for an arm? I know you talked about him being tied to that Kendrick Morales, you know, yeah. <laughs> contract and the same agent, but what if he gets traded? We just don't know. It's really yeah, tough. To, the,
0: if he gets traded to, for Luis Castillo, that'd be amazing.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, that's absolutely a possibility. So it's really hard to predict those types of things at this point in the season. I'd, I mean, Guriel played a first base pop
1: once out, last year,
0: did he? And he yeah. came, remember he came up as a second baseman. Um, yeah, uh, yep. 2019 he was awesome because he had like, he gained eligibility either in the outfield or like he, he had second and outfield. I forget which one he gained during the season, but he actually helped me out huge in my 2019 leagues by gaining that eligibility and needed that badly. Um, mm-hmm. but then he just ended up sucking at second base. So they had to move him to the outfield. But my question is, does Yuri all that much worse at second base and Vlad is at third base? They can sort of move things around there, but what Vlad,
1: uh, Vlad's like a freaking. I don't even know. It's just like a rock right there at their base. Doesn't even move.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that, uh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about um some. Uh, let's let's put you guys against each other in terms of uh, your picks. This that's that's what everyone. You got you guys got drinks in your hands or what?
2: Uh yeah. Uh, yeah you I know kind of what I, I must <laughs> say after. <are> <laughs> <drinking? laughs> <laughs> after dissecting Finish. mike's team you know i was giving him shit at the beginning and then it came, kind of became this joke in the chat that michael and matthew don't agree about anything, on anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's that's that was like the conclusion of um, everything <laughs> sure but i mean i love bryce harper i love tim anderson you know um i can't knock shane Bieber, and especially the way the draft went so I don't know. I I think Mike actually did a pretty damn good job overall. So thanks, man. I think it was overblown, to be honest with you.
1: And I think it, it's just when I, it comes to pitching, because I I don't like your pitching.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and that's why. And it might be. And it might be uh, solely because of pitching, because you know, anytime you knock uh, Clayton Kershaw or any Dodgers, I'm coming after. Yeah. You. So maybe that. Maybe that's. We know.
1: It <laughs> I had to, I had to mute that thread because I couldn't take <laughs> I'm sorry. it. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, i just don't like the paddock pick how about that okay let's okay talk about yeah paddock. yeah let's, yeah. Talk, about let's paddock. talk about chris paddock. Yeah. Absolutely. so so you're so here so you're not worried about his skills overall because okay so he tried to add a third pitch went with the cutter right but obviously it screwed up his fastball and the fastball started moving more horizontally than vertically, which you don't want. So the fastball came back. So now he's got, which this is something I've been talking about. So sorry if people have heard me before and this is annoying, but um, so now he has to fix a fastball and now he still needs to get a third pitch. So I feel like that's a lot to work on. And you're taking a pitcher in the seventh round with that essentially right now that we know of has one pitch so okay right first off innings well that Well, first
2: off innings pitched uh we liked we're now like holding this like have they thrown a 140 that's the threshold now all of a sudden right that's like well they can now go to 160 170 or whatever so i'm not concerned about the workload i think the no, entire san diego yeah. padres workload is going to be um less than what the, the public thinks right overall and then um in regards to that, the XFIP was 377. I know that he got hit hard, but he still had a K rate over 20%. It wasn't 25%, but look at the walk rate, 5.5%, 4. It was sub 5% last year. And and working on a fastball, we saw his high-rise fastball when he first came onto the scene. I don't think that that's just so going to be like gone and forgotten that he's not going to be able to fix that. So mm-hmm. he's able to correct his fastball, get the rise on the fastball like he was, with the command or the, i'm sorry the control that he has yeah maybe mixing the curveball more um i the change I, i'm not a big fan of changeups uh unless you're throwing Luis them as, yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly and like even somebody like no seriously and even if you're somebody like even ian anderson um who everyone's talking about him having one of those types of change-ups i'm not buying it really and i'm not either yeah so I don't know. I'd like to see him maybe reduce that and increase the cutter a little bit in the curveball, but sticking to the fastball. Yeah, that's, that is his money pitch, obviously. But I think that especially with bringing in you, Darvish, bringing in Blake Snell, I know that he can't take the, his skills, their skills and abilities, right. but bringing in some of these guys to work with someone that already had a high pedigree, I, I just don't think that we've, we saw something from him. And I don't think just because last year was a shit season that, we can just wait too much into that and say, all right, man, he's going to be like an SB four SB five for the rest of his life. I think No, yeah. I, I totally think, especially that remember that sheriff mantra that we were, everyone was all boasting about. And you know, he walks in with the fucking cowboy hat on and looks <laughs> like he's a young gun. Like that's swag and like that dude. Yeah. He's, he's not dead yet to me.
0: I loved him last year. I, I, I,
2: you got burned. So did I. Yeah, I you got burned. <laughs> I, I paired. I paired in a league. I think we even cashed in, in a main event. And I we paired Chris Paddock and Mike Clevenger. Fuck. Yeah. What could have been if we would have drafted whatever other Oof. two pitchers were available yeah. at that point? Right. Well, yeah. That was my.
0: Dra- I had. I had Paddock in my draft. Where I had um, Pearson Gore and and. Um,
1: oh geez. So you had, oh, did you so draft you Spencer no Howard too?
2: <laughs> I, I,
0: I, <laughs> yeah. Like Spencer Howard. My 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 staff is Spencer Howard. Pearson Gore and my ace was um, Zach. I re-
1: I remember coming into last season. I I feel like you and I we came on a pod together, or I don't remember, but I remember we were comparing rankings at some at one point or something. Yeah. I was looking, and I you loved anyone with high upside. Yeah, I remember you had all those guys so high. You would paddock really high. I think I'm like twelfth overall. Yeah. <laughs> I,
3: remember,
1: I remember you asked me, you asked. I was like, dude, I think you need to <laughs> you said, adjust well, that. Well,
0: you we want to watch his games, and I'm like, he's just like a gamer, like right? sort of like No, nah,
1: like, I get it. I mean, I'm I'm nice weirdly girl. like I'm weirdly like that. I, I'm not comparing, they're nowhere near each other, but I'm weirdly like that with David Peterson this year. Um, because I watched him pitch every game last year and he was the same thing when his back was against the wall, he just he's like jumped up to the plate. <laughs> And, and I feel like people forget about that, that there's a human element to all this. So, like, yes, you could stare at stats all day, but you also got to watch these guys yeah. because sometimes it, they're human beings. Sometimes they do things that aren't, you know, are unexplainable. I think Paddock has that human element. I think Paddock, has, not, that that. I think Paddock I totally, has that human element. I totally get that, Matt. So, so, and also I watched when him working... pitch against, that game against the Mets, against Syndergaard, and that was fucking
2: But also, you know how rotations start to mold together and those guys talk to each other and then they also compete against each other. So now what happens when Paddock is in the same room learning things and talking and trying to be better, right? Not to do better, but to be better than you, Darvish and Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove. Like, I just think that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that he can definitely correct some things. And, and he de- you're not wrong, Mike. He does need to have more usage of a pitch that's more effective. That is definitely true. Yeah. But he's still young enough to figure that out. Um, but it, it, it certainly will have to come with the high-rise uh, fastball being successful. Yeah. That is for sure.
0: All right. Um, Matt, do you have anything to say about Mike's team?
2: People wanted us to argue so bad. Um, <laughs>
0: People, just I think was just me. I <laughs> do you guys? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, no, you know, overall, I, I just kind of dissected this team a little bit. I would say that's too too early or rich for my blood uh, with Framber Valdez right there. That was and yeah. I I also especially with the way that the draft did work out, he went Yon Moncada in the fifth. I thought that that was too early. Um, he didn't really get a buy low on the, the people that are kind of being naysayers. And then he went right back to third base with Eugenio Suarez. I probably would have went a different direction in that combination myself. Yeah, um, I regret that pick. Okay. Uh, what, what would you <laughs> – Sorry, have, which Matt, one Zach, did you I know you want to start. To <laughs> well, I'm, like,
0: why? I, I'm like, I should get Suarez. I'm like, why are you taking him? you got to go like- get the basement
1: yeah like, you know what it was <laughs> at the time i was like you know what i was like i could really use power right now and then it's um, your bomb. and, and then I, so maybe dude, I don't know i i honestly don't know what i was thinking after i took and that, then I mike Musakis. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was later <laughs> that, was that was later <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was right
1: after bomb though <laughs> no i mean Musakis was, was after Kata, a
2: bomb and Musakis. okay yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I needed Mustakas there, but um, yeah, I, I, I really wish I went with I wish I went with someone like a Guriel or Meadows instead of Suarez. Hey, we we'll, we'll trade. Want to trade? No, wait, we can't trade. I, know, I, know.
3: <laughs>
2: I was gonna one hundred percent go Mustakas in the ninth over Charlie Blackman if uh, he was available. Beat you to it. I think that I think that's where you really started to
1: take off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you guys think? What do you both think, think about Savali? I like him. I, I think like him I, or not? I think he was. I think
0: he like, didn't he have that really bad start at the end of last year. Um, they just like was an outlier and they just blew up his
1: ratios. And t- oh, in twenty twenty, yeah, yeah. I feel like he I think he had out. one
0: bad start at the end of last year. I think he was doing really well. I like I like Savali. I like the Indi- I like the, obviously the Indians. Um, I think he's. I think he's a little yeah, bit Yeah, the last,
1: The last star, he gave up eight runs in four innings.
2: All right, Mike, this is my last opportunity to uh, try and crack your shell. Okay. <laughs> Aaron Savali, his max innings pitched is one, 107. Yeah. Dustin May is 140. And you clearly have them evaluated close to each other or May is below him. And you've expressed concerns about Dustin May's innings pitched and usage.
1: Yeah, but it's
2: clearly a better pitcher. Hold on. Dustin May is clearly a better pitcher. And we've seen 40 plus more innings pitched previously, historically from Dustin May. So please dissect that before just jumping on the Savali wagon and maybe rethink the Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin distaste. Just for a second. (laughs) <laughs> so they're right I, are we getting closer are we no, getting closer so, so there so uh, May's a much
1: better pitcher like I, I like, come on no, I don't I wouldn't say so fantasy wise because Savali I think has a lot more strikeout upside and um I think they're gonna let Savali run I mean he was ranked seventh in pitches per game last year he was they're letting him go 100 pitches every game Um, he was six overall in any pitch overall you know for the regular season. Um so I think they're gonna let him throw like Cleveland always does. You know, um when it comes to Cleveland how much pitchers, more, I don't think how much more him though back. can you
2: go from a max of 107? Are they gonna be like, all right, we can double that after going 106 and then going 70 and then going uh, or I'm sorry 120. 120s his max actually I'm sorry. Um it like what like even if they want to let him go per innings, you know, pitches per start how deep can they let somebody that's only thrown one twenty go? Can they just let him go an extra two hundred after only doing seventy four last well, year? Well,
1: he threw one sixty in twenty seventeen. I don't know if
2: that. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I saw twenty seventeen and twenty eight. Oh. that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Okay, so he did. Okay, in the minors. Okay, I'm sorry. That's in the minors. Which no. So he's had no. You're you're okay. So he has done it. But that was fuck four years ago.
1: I again went, I, I I I think because of the season too, like he obviously was able to handle the workload. I think he can again. I mean That's my they, that's
2: my fault on that. I I, I just don't say, think I they're gonna restrict the I don't ball. think
1: they're gonna restrict him. They're not gonna restrict Playsack. I don't think, you know, I think they're just gonna let him roll. I think you're gonna see Savali go and I think I you know, okay. like I wouldn't okay, be sure. What about he,
2: what about like okay, and I don't know, man. Let's say he does go. He's almost a question mark to me.
1: Like, ah. So he's not really a question mark to me because he has always had good commands. Um, and I think the command got away from him a little bit on his fastball. And I think that could come back easily. He threw it in the middle a little more than basically ever. Um, so I think he's going to be able to put it back up high in the zone. I think he had a pretty good command plus as well. So I think that's fixable. And I honestly think that's all he's got to really fix. Uh, the breaking balls are good. He started going to them more. Uh, he started going to the cutter more. Um, you know, he went to it early, drew it back a little bit, but then he started going to it again. So I think everything's right there with him. It's just a matter of that command coming back, which I fully believe he could do. Um, you know, look what they did with Plasek last year. They will fix his command. So I'm not too worried about it, honestly. I'm and nodding, I just I'm think nodding my head.
2: Happens, I'm nodding my head. I know. I'm,
1: I'm agreeing. And uh-huh. I just think
2: and when for that the people happens, that are listening. all the pieces yeah, no. are uh, going to yeah. <laughs> okay okay no no I'm no, no. Big on I, him. I'm actually be wrong. no I'm actually I'm perking you're perking my interest to be honest with you I'm as you're talking I'm like staring at all these obnoxious rates and percentages and looking at trends and yeah um I, I I actually might be more intrigued by him after looking at all of this but I will say we can dm each other and come up with some sort of side bet for may versus Savali this year I'm done okay cool <laughs> All right, but no, but 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 really, really though, uh, I can't knock Savali though. Af- after just hearing everything you're saying and then looking at some of these metrics, I'm uh, I'm in agreement. Unfortunately, <laughs> I just drafted though in the 50th round of our uh, Battle of the Podcast Leagues, uh, I the sleeper uh, closer for Minnesota this year. I think. Really, I've never Cody heard of him. <laughs> what, what do you mean Cody you've never <laughs> heard of him? I've never heard how you're the draft champions. You were the guy with 20 people in your queue in the 50th round. You sicko. <laughs> not
0: one of them. I actually have, like, I, actually have like, I actually have a super closer, but like, I don't know if I want to grab closers in this standalone league though. I'd rather. That's maybe- all I'm
2: doing. That's yeah. all I'm doing right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm just figuring hopefully, you know, they keep their high strikeout rates and good ratios and somebody secures a job. And if two or three of them secure a job, which isn't likely, but even if one of them secures a job, then, I've somehow found some sort of profit. So that's Hmm. Cody Stashek. Yeah. So last year, fuck, yeah, he's good, dude. He's good. Uh, 29.8% K rate.
0: I feel like um, he's
2: part of, he's part of that like super stacked twins rotate, or I'm sorry, bullpen. hmm.
3: Adam,
2: Adam to Adam to to your 50th round. (laughs) <laughs> you know, cue for your next DC. For the Adam,
0: yeah, okay, he's getting added to my queue. So I'm actually going to to look. Oh,
2: up. yeah, I'm serious though. Like, no, uh, my buddy uh, Pete Christensen, draft cheat, who works with Run Peer Sports, uh, we're going to be getting together actually next week to do some work together. And uh, he kind of um, brought me on to him before last season, before last season was going to be shortened and everything. And he kind of swore by him. So I, you know, kind of just kept a tab on him and, I've been looking uh, at the, the, the Twins total situation right now, and I don't think anything's certain there. So I'm going to just draft some skills right now. The fi- in the 50th round of a 15-team 15, 15 draft. Uh,
1: yeah, why not?
2: Fucking A, right?
1: Simeon, <laughs> so, you know, who, who are you looking at here? Pitcher? Me? I need a starring pitcher. <laughs>
0: what i'm looking at too I, but I, I, have a, I have a bunch of relievers that look good but i need to find a starting i i actually,
1: see that's the problem I, I, <laughs>
0: I have a bunch of prospects that i like but like yeah i don't want to i'd rather get something that's gonna somebody
1: I, to, that's what i'm trying to get someone that does, who's gonna have innings but i hate everybody here this is brutal
2: i mean well, walk I us my, through what what, what are people that, that I'll, I'll, anybody I'll, I'll, here
1: I'll, give I'll, you 100 i have
0: my I have joan duran on the twins but he's a prospect.
2: See, like, uh, I don't even know who that is, dude. I'm not a prospect guy at I was all, thinking about so. throwing out Junis. <laughs> I, I was okay. I was about to ask about actually
0: him. here's here's a guy. Well, again, you got you got the guys in Baltimore that you like you think could, could get jobs. Like there's Matt Bowman and Zach Lother, both prospects, but they're both old. They're like 24, 25 years old. They could be up there, they had good re- they had good stats in the minor leagues. There's also Kyle Zimmer on the Royals.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. Um, like my cue is like those are the guys in I have,
1: in my queue, I have, I have Junis, I have Newsom, and then I have, I don't know if he signs anywhere, but I feel like Mike Leak. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs>
1: but I don't know if he signs somewhere. And I think he's I pretty interesting. Attr- like- he actually had a really good slider, but he, like, barely throws it for some freaking reason. He's an idiot, but. He's still like still
2: from the series. Oh, Palumbo wouldn't Races. be too bad. I
1: don't know if he'd come up, though. He might. Who's, wait, might.
2: wait a minute. Here, I'm Palumbo. done drafting, so like, let's just talk this through. Um, who's Julio Tehran working out for? Uh, I don't care. I
1: refuse to take him ever. <laughs> well, I would not be drafting him. That guy was getting lit up by the Rangers last year.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, what about somebody that's been effective in a short-inning stint like Brad Peacock?
1: I actually was curious about him. I saw him out there, too. But, nah. I was thinking maybe I don't uh, think Anthony K ever goes back. Hey, what, what about Justin Verlander? <laughs> for, for the people that <laughs> are wondering, for we're looking, we're looking for fun. at the, the
2: <laughs> NFBC ranks of like 992 here. Um, so <laughs> we're at pick
1: 742. <laughs> oh, geez, geez are shit for the <laughs> That's so gross. What about Anthony K? He could get us. That's what I just said. I said maybe Anthony K. I don't know. I kind of think I'm going to go Palumbo. I feel like they're going to bring him up. I don't and know if they don't. I know that's true too. <laughs> I feel like Junis will definitely get some starts, but he's so I, bad. You
2: know, who should I have
3: who's his teammate.
2: Not- oh, Jesse Hahn. I have a DC share of Jesse Hahn. I know
0: I mean, how
1: gross uh, that sounds, but
0: be what about what about um, your boy in the Mets, uh, Thomas Sapuki? He should be up by the end of the year. He's pretty good. I don't
1: saying know if he'd be have... starting though. I don't think he'd be starting.
0: Yeah, that's true. He probably won't be.
2: Yeah, no Saying way. you have a saying you have a share of Jesse Hahn is like bragging about sleeping with a hooker, right?
0: <laughs> what, about, what about king felix
1: he's he, retired is he retired isn't he <laughs> is he quit he's uh, done
3: i, I thought he retired
1: <laughs> or oh no maybe i kind of feel like I actually he said he'd come back for one more year i could is be wrong.
2: genesis is genesis oh. Cabrera available
0: you know who i heard something about is matt moore
1: Ooh,
2: really? He's, oh really he's that guy's
0: done in um, asia or he could be he, he's, he's, he's eligible to sign he sucks.
2: No, that guy's dust, dude. If he didn't hack it, and if he didn't become a star in uh, Asia, he's not. Uh, no, uh,
1: and there's so many players t- in this
2: pool. Is Homer Bailey? Uh, did he have was he dead? He, he died. He hasn't signed with anyone, I don't think. Okay, so that's where you need to go, Zach, is with someone that hasn't signed that's maybe gonna get a job. So, that Miller.
1: That's why I yeah, was thinking Mike like Leek. I feel like someone's mm-hmm. gonna sign Leek.
2: Yeah, I'd go yeah, that's that's kind of where you're looking for right here. Is that's somebody like that's like Josh Hamilton. gonna get a job, you know? <laughs> and then injuries are gonna happen at pitching, so these guys are gonna get some burn. I don't
0: know. I don't know I don't know his, don't know his story, Mike
1: Leak. Is it about, okay. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like uh, not gonna sign by the time the season starts. Nah, he's going to the
2: You know, okay, so that's funny. I was gonna say the
1: money that for I was I feel like so so the Dodgers
2: the Dodgers offered Bryce Harper um a contract that I think that they would offer something similar to to Trevor Bauer and they offered Bryce Harper like four years one sixty which is absolutely absurd but Bryce was really adamant on taking he wanted the double digit years right that was just something he wanted to be done one and done he just didn't want to do that again and seeing. The ways that Andrew Friedman works, if there is somebody that is going to be the juice is worth the squeeze in an early amount of years, they're going to they're going to be willing to offer way more, obviously than the AAV stretched out. So, I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't be shocked or surprised uh, if Bauer, you know, going to UCLA, growing up in LA, being a Dodger fan, Dodgers wanting to spend more for a short term deal him saying that he wants short-term deals for more money. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. However, as a Dodgers fan, yeah, that sounds great. Like, fuck yeah, Trevor Bauer, he's awesome. I kind of want to just prove my point here with Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin and some of these other guys. So, <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, to to for me, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he signs with the Dodgers, but I, I really wouldn't care if he does because I want to see some of these younger guys get their burn.
0: One guy that I know, the one guy that I'm seeing that I might take. I have a guy in my I have a guy in mind that I'm not going to tell you that I kind of want, but the the guy that's second on my list would be Andrees on the Red Sox because their rotation sucks.
1: Yeah, I know. I thought about him too, but I
2: don't know. He's just gonna fuck you, dude. Don't do that. Even healthy, that's like just bad uh, bad quality. That's, dude, is he bad, bad quality? Like, bad quality.
0: Yeah, is he bad. worse than like John Lester?
2: Uh, yeah uh like, um, not, division not porcelain
0: not specific against lester but like lester porcelain sure
2: no yeah i would just weigh division and park uh opportunity i would yeah i'd go why don't you just go for another reliever dude that might give you more profit good ratios and if they slip into a gig you're well you know better off that's what i would do that's what i've been doing what about what, – whatever happened, Michael, whatever happened – you're the guru here with starting pitchers or lack thereof is John Duplantier. What ha, What the fuck happened to that guy? He was supposed to be good, right? I have no idea.
1: You're the top prospect.
0: No? <laughs> For, from the Diamondbacks?
1: You're the top No, six- yeah. Prospect. Was that before my time? <laughs> <laughs> He's only 26. It was a couple years
2: ago, and then, like, he kind of got a shot and then didn't do too good and then didn't, like – was in long relief and then I think got hurt, but he was supposed to be like the shit out of Arizona. Yeah, never, Taylor, I, don't, yeah I don't know. I'm looking at, uh, please forgive me, I'm looking at rank what 8, about 14. In or, is you yeah, retired? I saw
1: him out there too, but I don't think he's not signed, right? <laughs> I don't know. Or, well,
2: see, that's the thing is you need to know are these guys like looking to have an open workout or are they like not doing anything at all? And I think if someone's out there having an open workout, then that's somebody you should more take the stab on like if there's no buzz whatsoever i'd probably ignore him at least right how now.
0: barren like the landscape is right now you know who like That's bad you know who's not a starter that had really really good ratios once they got to the mets was miguel castro he did he, like his his yeah. uh, peripherals were like off the charts yeah. when he got when he switched over from where did he come from i think baltimore
2: yeah i could say the same about nick tropiano but he sucks <laughs> All these guys suck, dude. A lot, like,
0: a lot of good stuff out there.
2: Yes. Again, we're on pick seven hundred and forty-two. You know, imagine telling a fantasy football player to go to pick seven hundred.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what we did, what we did in the last episode, you got like they, um, who was on the last episode, John and John and Matt. They they went back and forth with each other a bit, but I said, you know what, rip me on my team, and what John. Um, Matt was kind of nicer. He, he didn't like my Dylan Moore pick too much, but John's like, you got no pitching. And this is like dirt, like in the middle of the draft. And I, I tried to try to address it a little bit. So I, I don't, I don't care. My feelings aren't going to get hurt. You can, you can call me, you can call my pick stupid. Find a stupid pick or give me a, give me a critique because I, I want like, one of the reasons I had this podcast is like is to learn from all, like all you guys. Um, so, and to give you a little nudge, one of the things streamer, uh, sorry, Michael, Michelangelo said um was that um last year i was like on all these guys high, high risk now um i've um i've tried I, i've tried to recognize that but now look at some of my picks like molly anton hawk like those are guys that i love am i doing the same thing again like going all these high upside guys like or do i have enough of a base this year um take a look at my like in my pitching in particular
3: rip me, yeah rip me.
1: um I was going to bring up the same thing. I'm not a fan of your pitching Um, mainly because I'm, I I feel like it's extremely risky. (laughs) I love Woodruff. Um, I mean, I don't even want to mention Urias because Matt's going to kill me. Um, But I mean, Kluber so much health risk. I don't, my biggest question I get because I love pitchers and that's all I look at is I don't know. Why, why'd you take Pineda?
2: Uh, damn it. I agree with Michael. Uh, I feel quick. like there's uh,
1: so many better options at that point. Like I probably would have taken like anybody the next like five rounds before him. I would you have, I Woodruff. would have, I would have easily taken Sheffield. I would have taken Kikuchi. I would have taken Minaya. I would have taken Javier. Yeah. Um, a, a, a lot of guys I would have taken that, that I would have taken Pearson I would have taken Dunning
2: well hold on that was actually I agree with Mike again that was actually a spot that was kind of a blinking light to me was the actual the actual combination of Corey Kluber and Michael Pineda so yeah. before drafting both of those guys right we're gonna throw them into their own bucket question mark question mark workload uh, volume quality anything all of it's mm-hmm. all a question mark but then That might be fine to take those shots if you had built your rotation a little bit differently. So the team context for me, when looking at who you have, so you take Brandon Woodruff in the second, but then you wait until the seventh to take Julio Urias as your SP2. And there are workload concerns, um, regardless of how much I like the quality. There are quantity concerns there. Uh, So I think that the blend... Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i just think that the blend of the starting pitching that you
1: put together was just uh, a little i I
0: agree starting pitching is yeah yeah
1: yeah and then too later on like i feel like you should have got someone with a high innings floor and and i don't really or like i or i guess just like i don't i don't know i feel like sheffield would have been so good for you right there I just, um i'm pretty I, high on him though I, so i don't
0: like sheffield i don't like Kikuchi. they got a six man I, like I,
1: I get kikuchi but but sheffield i think brings a high floor and he's going to get you the ratios and like yeah they go six man but he still had a lot of innings last year
0: like, he's um like where do you go six round 16 so
1: who sheffield six yeah he went right after you basically right after Pineda. um
0: like, uh, the reason like- maybe
1: you should have just addressed pitching earlier.
0: Yeah.
2: I yeah. I don't know. Man. Is it, is it, you're starting pitching? Like, do you tend to draft these types of guys a lot? Because the, the way I'm looking at it, like curious question marks, even Molly, like we're all saying we like him. You know, but, but yeah. there's still question marks, small sample. question marks, Pineda question marks, and a lot
1: of pictures obviously come. Antone might not talks, be in like, the rotation. Antone, yeah, and Hauk, I don't even know Halk. who that is. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so <But> he's questionable. <laughs> you Garrett know, you gotta, Richards is
1: like a piece of glass. Justin Dunn is terrible our team pros oh, there's you know, scully maybe. scully agrees that's that's my english
2: bulldog anytime a dog barks when you're on a podcast i think it's for the the better well, in there they my pitching is definitely
0: a question mark in this draft i'll tell you why so, i yeah. do like canada um he i know he's had his injuries in the past but there's nothing been recent and his profile reminds me a lot if you look at if you dig into his like K minus walk and his in his whiffs and everything like that um he reminds me a lot of bundy He de- like he doesn't throw super hard um, but he like, he does have that same profile. I find, um, will he get you the innings? I don't know. Um, Kluber risky. Yeah. My pitching's risky, but I felt like it just went so quickly in this draft. Um, yeah. I
1: think the problem for you is you should have just maybe addressed it earlier, I like should've... in between Mally and Kluber, like maybe you should have picked up a guy. You know so, what I mean? Like a Mally, Montas or like, Mally's... oh, Herman Marquez would have been perfect for you. I would have loved him. Innings eater Nicole. right there. Yeah. I yep. know Beautiful. I know the Beautiful. home blend. split sucks, but you would have Agreed. got 200 innings from him. It would have been perfect for you to pair with Urias and.
0: So I would have had to take oh. him instead of Molly. Right?
1: No. Oh, Oh, yeah, you're right. See,
0: Molly's using my
2: SP4. He's my SP4. would have been a good fit there. And I'm kind of – I'm getting excited for that Savali hype. (laughs) I'm fucking on it. (laughs) Yeah, I I wouldn't have got – like, both of those guys. Hey, at least I'm not stubborn enough not to adapt, dude. That's the thing. I I am am, – yeah, absolutely. I'm willing to bite the bullet and fucking jump on the leapfrog for
1: sure. Hey, that's why I was asking you slightly – Semi convinced me with May and Gonsolin, but not completely. <laughs> I, more, I'm more confident in I'm more confident
2: in May over Gonsolin and Urias. I think. See, it's I, so I think, weird.
1: I I just based on stuff, I like Gonsolin better than both, but that's just me.
2: I, so I think four. there's I think there's a whisper away from Dustin May doing some sick things, dude.
1: It's it's just hmm. Ushits
2: thing. It really is. It's a Ushits thing, and maybe they're holding him back in, uh, in the
1: pitch mix. Too, I just don't think you're don't gonna get know. the K's from him. That's my. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. we'll see. This no. is anyway. tough.
0: I think if I had to do yeah. it again, I, I would sacrifice Brand Mel Reyes. I'd have to like break the ball on our frame. Or absolutely,
2: absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and and you know what though, you can sacrifice but who, that.
0: But who would I get? like Who is like my? If I were but, for me, I would can, Drew Smiley.
1: And then again, it would be like that's me. another question mark though. Okay, and and, and okay, not, oh, and hold sorry. up.
2: Not I know sorry. everyone. We all love Toby. We all love at Bat Flip Crazy. No one's just going to give this guy shit for fucking waiting to take his SP, third, uh, sp 3 until the 13th round. But we're all concerned about my pitching and Zach's pitching. And well, uh, we're the ones on the common pod. sense <laughs> fantasy baseball pitch. No, no. But like but yeah, the whole I league it. chat's been like, we're talking shit about like four or five, six teams about pitching and like, we're just going to ignore Toby because he's Toby and he went pocket aces, but then he totally got fucked. I think that he had, I think, I think that plan went wrong. To be honest, um, I, think if, yeah, if, I think I, I think took- I don't like I don't like his pitching. How about that? Let's shit on his pitching. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I,
2: yeah, I, 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 pick I of my for reals though. Like you know, nah. like it's just a learning curve, right? Like we should be talking about Toby's team and, and and this is a big thing for me. If you're going to invest heavily into starting pitching early with your first and second pick, or maybe if it's your first and third pick, first and fourth pick, you need to address it again. Uh, you can't just simply ignore it until the thirteenth round because then you're crippling that strength, and now your strength becomes some sort of a weakness at best, or our average at best, and it be- and it can become a weakness. And I think Toby has a weakness at pitching, and he overly invested in it. So now, when you try and overly invest and grab a strength, and you now don't have a strength there, what's your strength?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: yeah, can, I, I you kind guys of scared agree. of Toby or what? No, He's no, like, no. no. I agree. Like, I think
1: I think it's a little shallow, and it's his. I mean, so even Darv- the strength? Darvish scares me overall, anyway. Based on you know injury history, I mean, a lot of people think it's behind him, but um, I mean, even after those two, yeah, I have my concerns with Smiley. Same with Price. I don't mind Keuchel, but beso- then after that, it's like where uh, guys like Quench, uh, con- whatever control, however you pronounce it. I'm just it's uh, bad. It's, it's bad. It's, but, it's but interesting no that he went there route. It, I don't like so crossing <laughs> pitchers either. I don't like them either. He kind of pulled a. He was kind of like you, Zach. I feel like he went straight upside. Like you got Ian Anderson, not a fan. Lamette, uh Sixto Sanchez, probably barely gonna pitch.
2: I don't like the six of Sanchez pick at all.
1: No, six, he's going way too high. The strikeouts aren't even there. It's so much reasons he buys with him. We
2: might agree more than we think.
1: I know. Then he went <laughs> Pearson, which who knows what you're going to get with him. Spencer Howard, Mackenzie Gore. I, I, no, this, Kubik, is not, I, this is not. This is not a keeper league. <laughs> this is not a keeper league. He's such a uh, he's such a prospect analyst with this draft, in my opinion. I gotta tell you right I, now, I'm sorry. Buddy, if anybody I, I, drafts, Toby like and that, Eric, I love both of you. Just know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're
2: both great. Uh, they're both awesome yeah. people and great players. And and Toby, him and I play against each other quite often. And he's a, a really good live live events main event drafter. But yeah. like the, the Eric Cross, the way that he built his team. I'll tell you right now, he doesn't play in the main event. At least, uh, you draft that there, you're going to finish dead last. I'm sorry, that's just the reality and the truth of it. Because you cannot shoot for the sky like that. You're going to need some boring old stability yeah. for players, and there's just not any of that. Uh, Max Freed, yeah, going just down the whole list. Um, yeah. What um, team? Are, what
0: team are you afraid of? Other than other than the two of your team. Hmm.
2: Other than oh, three, other than what which which team poses the greatest threat to yeah. winning the league?
0: What what team poses the greatest threat to your first and second place teams, Mike and Matt?
1: Wow, I really like Rob's team. Okay, I just um, I think the pitching's good. I think he has a good mixture of like boring and uh, I mean, obviously the top three that he's got are good.
0: I really. I like he's going to get
1: a ton. I, might, I think um, he's going to get a ton of innings. I'll tell you that. Um,
0: Bubba's start was really good. Like, I like Bubba's team. Uh, his first yeah, two, he's got four, the speed six picks. Six picks. I'm, just, I'm just off Tommy Fam personally, I just think he's gonna get injured, so nothing nothing against his process there. But I, I like Bubba's start a lot.
1: Yeah, I think he has a good start too.
0: But then, Fam, um, the fam pick is I'm off of, but
1: I, just, I actually really like his team besides Kimbrell He sucks, so.
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind Kimbrel.
1: I just have like this weird hatred towards him. Um, I I can't even tell you why I think he sucks. He's I just think he's sucks. Last
0: year. I had him. In, I had him in the main event. He was also on that. He was also on the Pearson Gore um, Spencer Howard team. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, might, I was I might baffled have to when say he took like Chris Bubba's, Archer.
1: Bubba start the best
2: as well. Chris for Archer
1: for at least. Uh, like when he took him, I was like, "Wait, Chris Archer is out there." <laughs> I just, like, didn't even – I, like, completely forgot Chris Archer existed when he picked him.
0: Well, what else was around there at that point?
1: No, I, I don't mind the pick. I'm just saying I, like, completely forgot he existed as a person. <laughs> what round did he go in?
0: Like what, uh, he went it,
1: in the 39th.
0: Was there any picks, like, after, like, where we're looking, like, in the – third like, like, after pick – like, in the round – after, like, round 40, we're like, oh, fuck, we forgot about this guy. Like, was there any, like, really, like, was there any, like, diamonds in the rough that were missing?
2: There, there is somebody, and I didn't actually get a draft him, and I'm sorry. I don't know where he went. I'm trying to scan for him right now. It's an um, outfielder for the Cleveland Indians, Daniel Johnson.
3: Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did he go? Someone I didn't. What, did he didn't go that late.
2: He's 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 got he's kind of a late bloomer, but he's got a little bit of everything, and I think that he plays good enough defense, especially with the team context. that He's going to kind of play almost play, every yeah. day.
0: Where oh, there he go? is. Frost took him around 37. 30,
2: oh, okay. He's, yeah. so he went. Wait, okay. He actually went. I thought he was like going to be humming around forty-seven. Okay. No, I, didn't, like, I That was that's kind of somebody though, that I am looking for a little bit later on. Um,
0: well, those guys like Zimmer went, Bradley Zimmer went to, to baseball pods right um, after that. Mm.
3: Um,
0: the, and Bowers, where did Bowers go? Those, those are. Guys- oh, yeah,
1: Bowers was one that I like completely forgot about you him, know what? too. Re- Real quick, what
2: about, is there a pick after round 35, which is pretty deep, okay. or 35 and later, that you clicked draft and you were like, ha, 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 I can't believe I got him. Got you good, you fucker. Who who, no. who who is that guy for you guys? Come on, Nobody. there's gotta be somebody. no I literally really. haven't
1: drafted anyone after that though. I was like, oh yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> Any anybody for you, Zach? That you felt like, wow, I like kind I got of, I kind of lucked out.
0: Kind of. And, and the answer is no, but I'd say Demarcus Evans if I had to pick okay one hmm. in round 44, uh, the Rangers bullpen is whatever, and he's like he has that check skill. I was in on him last year. He only had a couple innings because of the short season. But um, he could be very, very good. Um, and then, like, just in terms of, like, the scarcity of, like, high leverage, high upside closers pot- or potential closers, he's a guy I thought was going to go a little bit earlier. But, like, it's stretching it. To, to I see.
1: mean, okay. uh, sorry. Uh, I really like my um, Andres Munez pick because I really think by June when he comes back up, he's going to be a closer. So I'd say wow. that for me. Matt, what about you? I, I like
2: just ho- I'm hoping for one. Of... No, I know
0: your I know your pick. Anyway, it's Cody
2: Stashak. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. It's well. It's it's that <laughs> whole bucket. So it's Joe Jimenez, it's Kyle Crick, Ty Buttre, Joe Joe Cincnero, uh, and Cody Stashak. It, it's those guys. I with I'm drafting skill over role right there. And to be honest with you we don't really have a certain role given out to the Minnesota twins or the Detroit tigers or, um, the Pittsburgh pirates. So with Mm. drafting some of those guys that I, I like the skills and I've, you know, seen something that I like from them. I think that taking the shot on them and hoping to strike gold on even one of them. Um, and if not, and if some of them don't get the saves, if they're able to put together a season of good ratios, we've seen relief pitchers sometimes have really good, you know, high strikeout rates, And great ratios. And then the next year, it's shitty. So, hoping for a couple of those guys just to put together high strikeout rates with good ratios for the full season and not kill me is kind of what I'm hoping for.
1: I like the crick pick. I almost took him too. Okay. Mm Yeah.
2: We're like best friends now, aren't we? I don't
1: know. Maybe we need to draft together. <laughs> uh, see, see, you're you're
2: hating me for a while. Now we're like, let's team up.
1: One more thing. One
0: one uh, start of the draft. It's sort of gone unheralded. And uh, I'm going to point this out: is Dovie on the on the fifth and round? Um, sorry, pick 15. This first six picks actually, like, given the given like the draft, how it went, like. He did pretty well for himself.
1: Yeah, I just feel like maybe he shouldn't went shouldn't have went so many outfielders right away because oh, it's yeah, pretty no, deep that, position.
0: That's but Neil no, McNeil is.
1: But well. then he yeah, that's true. That's true. But then later on, then he also grabs Victor Reyes, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you got you got a pretty good deal on Kyle Lewis. Like like if you're gonna get Kyle Lewis. Yeah,
1: he great. dropped big time. Yeah. yeah, he
0: dropped a lot, and people. What? Who was it? Somebody somebody mentioned something about a um. Who was it? I just saw uh, yeah before before we recorded. I saw Curlin posted about Winker and how he dropped in. Like, uh, like I agree with I agree with Curlin's what he's saying there. He's like what like he was like a breakout. He's going like after two hundred. Uh, it's because Winker dropped off in the second half. So did Kyle Lewis. But Kyle Lewis is also dropping like re- in in recent drafts. He dropped a lot in the other draft I'm in right now as well. Like well past his ADP for the since October. So um, I think that um kyle lewis might be like a deal like if you're thinking winker's a deal i think kyle lewis might be a little bit of a deal too despite his adp his adp might be a little bit of a mirage right now
2: um, may, may i say something real quick about a random player we're not talking about and it's nick senzel mm-hmm. if he's healthy i know he's it's an if in air quotes he's gonna be better than fucking cavin biggio this year
3: wow so i'm are, not a biggio we, fan i mean
2: what are we doing what are we doing with Nick Senzel? Like we're just gonna ignore him now?
0: But he he, he hasn't done it yet. That said, in my other draft, I, I like Senzel. I, like he like he is. If I had to pick someone, this if somebody's man, if somebody's gonna do what Trent Grisham did last year, Senzel is my pick to do that this year.
2: Dude, he's he's. Those are the type of picks I'm telling you right now. When you when you look at teams that end up winning some decent amount of money it's the 18th round Nixon Zells. not last year it wasn't Zell, but it, that's those are the the types of players that mm. get you the money it's not all oh, hitting your first and second round picks like don't don't let those guys fuck you over right but uh yeah the the 18th round Nixon Zell this year he can go he can go up a few rounds for me and i'm i'm gonna be biting this year boys
0: where'd you get him 18th so how, what pick did you get him at
2: it, yeah, I was in the 18th round. And then in the 17th, I went Winker. And then in the and then in the 20th, I went Akiyama because I think, <laughs> I think actually he's, he actually showed last month or, or so uh, last few weeks, he kind of made some adjustments himself and anytime tra- uh, coming overseas, you know, picking up on the velocity right away, that's going to be difficult as it is. And I truly believe like the velocity and I don't have this t- statistic, but maybe Michael does, but was the velocity up overall as a season in 2020, I would assume so. Um, and so yeah. for somebody like that coming overseas, uh, any, any time, even with just average, you know, whatever the velocity is as a median or whatever, normally um, those, those Asian players that come across, they, they have a hard time translating the power and some of the contact goes down a little bit because of that velocity. And he kind of made some adjustments and showed that his contact rate did go back up. So um, if he's leading off for the Reds, and fuck, he can steal some bases still. We saw that, and yeah, I, I, I just think that Reds. <laughs> maybe it's because I might be moving from. <laughs> I'm packing all my shit, going from California to Cincinnati, but I don't know. I think that there's a lot of uh. Here we go. Value, like you, like the word likes to be thrown. Perceived around. Perceived value, perceived return on investment from the <laughs> Cincinnati Reds, and, all, and that also goes with Joey Votto. It's a whole nother rabbit hole for a different day, mm, but uh, yeah. give me all of them for where they're going, Akiyama, Vado, Senzel, Winker. I want them all. Lorenzo. All them. <laughs> and Lorenzen. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Throw Lorenzen in there too.
0: I like I like Lorenzen. Um I'm I do not think like, Vado's old though, yeah.
2: That podcast you did with Lorenzen was fucking cool, dude. I I will That's say. So. Just listening, I, I was even that was almost, awesome. You know, yeah, yeah. it really, really was. And he he was great he was really open and like wanting to be there too which is fucking. that's the stone cold nuts man he you could tell he was into it and yeah he's like you got me you got me here fucking shoot or (laughs) shoot
1: man i know and i felt bad i didn't want to like take too much of his time fuck that dude that's That's, really cool man it was a really good it was a really good listen.
0: did that get a lot of listens compared to like your other podcasts like how did it do relative
1: um actually from what i remember it was like right it was like the same thing really yeah, cuz I feel like people will only listen mainly if they're really into the picture. You know what I mean? Like um I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like like list has so many pictures on and it's awesome, but like sometimes I won't listen just because it's a picture I don't really care about. I don't know. I, that not- sounds terrible, but you know what I mean?
0: I want I want something that's fantasy relevant. Like I, I listen to I listen to most of your stuff and I listen I listen to I made sure that I listen to that one. Um but uh some some yeah, some of the pictures like if it's if I don't think it's going to be fantasy relevant, and especially if, it's, if they're reviewing mock drafts, I'm like, if, if if it says, oh, this person reviews a mock draft, I'm I'm out automatically. Nothing, nothing. Yeah,
1: nothing, yeah. Nothing, I don't gotta hide it.
2: I was getting wooded uh, hearing him talk about wanting to go deep into games and give it, you know, being the chance of throwing a hundred. Dude, same, I was like, Fuck same. Yeah, dude. That's what, like, what got me go. so excited. From I was like, let's wow, go. he like,
1: and he, he really basically, he essentially said without saying that he. Um, is going to be a starter, but uh, you know, it's cool, so. yeah, he,
2: he and has made it well known to the organization, like,
1: yeah, which is awesome. That's yeah, the
2: confidence, too. I like that confidence, man. I'm all about confidence. Yeah, you that can just tell how much he game. like
1: loves it, too. You know, what I mean, so.
0: when TJ Anton takes his job.
1: No, that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, he'll end up taking Miley's job. So,
0: oh, fuck, that's even worse.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all
1: right, well, he's not taking anybody's job, he's
2: going to have his own job.
0: Closer?
2: No, no, no. He's going to be in the rotation. I don't think he's going to be having to wait for wait, any why, injuries. Not good. No, mm. yeah, I don't think Wade Miley. I think I think Lorenzo's going to crack the rotation after hearing everything and oh, looking at the rotation fine. as it is. What if they get rid of Gray? What if they get rid of Castillo? Like, I I think that there's there's definitely some opportunity. Oh, I think man, I Lorenzen.
0: think Anton's going to have a job.
2: Oh no, I'm talking about Lorenzo. Oh,
0: okay, that's that.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's- <laughs>
0: That's not what I want to hear. A no, good I, I think I know I think Warren's gonna have a job, and I think um, I think I think Anton will Anton will have a job. I think whether it's a high leverage job in the bullpen or, or a starting job, mm-hmm. I think he'll I think he'll have a job somewhere there.
2: So,
1: wanna wrap it up here? This is it. Right when you Thank are. you so much for having <laughs> us, dude.
2: Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, you can find me. Uh, my name is Matthew Davis. <laughs> Follow <laughs> me on so. Twitter <laughs> underscore or at underscore Mattywood underscore. Uh, all of my works at ftnfantasy.com. I have two fantasy baseball podcasts. One is the FTN Fantasy Baseball Podcast, the other is the FTN Fabcast, which will be an in season podcast uh, co hosted with my partner, Chris Meany. And we're basically just going to discuss every Sunday night uh, NFBC fab process. So you can find all of those on Apple, iTunes, and uh, Spotify and whatever else. So I found, I found it. Uh, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Should I, should I go, or do you want to lead me into it, Zach? Go for it, baby. <laughs> Just go for it. Go for it. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at spstreamer. streamer. Uh, you can check our website, spstreamer.com or podcast spstreamer, which I co-host with Doug and you can follow him on Twitter at coaching ish. Uh, we got some pretty cool guests coming on in February. So, um, I guess listen to us if you want to,
2: <laughs> I, I must say real quick, uh, I So listening from your pod, I've never spoken or talked to Doug, Doug. but listening to him, I want to steal him from you.
3: <laughs>
2: he is awesome. Yeah. I mean, that guy
1: is, well, he pit, is
2: bred to do some big things Pictureless uh, like them that. For
1: uh, some stuff, but uh, he will still be with, with me, luckily. He's awesome, man. Yeah, I must um, say, you've got a good one there. Dude, he like- literally blows my mind how much he prepares for a podcast if only you could that's see some notes and it's it's mind-blowing <laughs>
2: yeah he's a he's a great personality and i i really enjoy um his character alongside yeah, you, he's, you he's a saying it's, a, it's a great blend
0: better than my google doc that i gave you guys
2: <laughs> i like your Yo, google docs. we
1: use google docs man that's the way to go yeah it is the way to go
2: I, and by the way am i now fucking am i just marty is that it that's yeah amazing <laughs> that's it that's that's where we got to i've got a nickname out of autocorrect one one last thing before we do leave I, i'm sure everyone's already logged off or if they no one's yeah listening they're anyways, probably like this but, sucks <laughs> uh dustin may throws the most innings out of gonsolin and urias really i don't know what you want to do with that but i think dustin may goes the deepest i don't, I don't hate it that's just my own two cents
0: i just for my own for my own selfish reasons i hope that's not true <laughs>
2: I, I, I like to call I, I like to call him it that's my own made up nickname oh, one, one same day it catches steam
0: before 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 you guys go another 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 little random stat most innings pitched last year playoffs in regular season
1: wasn't it like Bueller or something no no I wouldn't guess that Kershaw
2: I'd, I'd guess Kershaw
1: no who is it who was it Bramber?
2: Oh, what? let's go! <laughs> oh yeah, because Dusty Baker didn't want to take him out. I would after getting shelled against us. Dusty Baker's
1: not going to take him out again. I'm sorry, Framber Valdes is amazing. So, I he, he's that's fine. I just I'm concerned about the total innings pitched prior. So, I don't yeah, know. I mean, we'll I we'll it.
2: ignore it with him, but we're gonna shine the light on. it. Do other you guys players.
1: know who had the most innings pitched per game?
2: Mm, please Zach. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Play, uh, it was
1: yes. Oh. Okay, I wasn't gonna guess him. So
0: <laughs> you just mentioned Dave
1: McDonald's name. <laughs> nah, don't give him the satisfaction. Right. Zach,
2: please, is gonna not be a good return on investment. Oh,
1: <laughs> don't even say that. Put that in the chat right now. Just, just see That's what true. happens. I don't, I don't want to be that to it, I have my podcast. wife's
2: making a pesto pizza. I want to enjoy. Let's that. end the
0: podcast on that note. All
2: right yeah <laughs> thank you zach greatly yes, appreciate it thanks that. for
0: having me on zach. zach will not be a good fantasy investment is that what Maddie? Is- oh well,
2: yeah and what were the <laughs> other hot tickets i gave you i gave you a couple
0: yeah um anything about dylan moore you can, we can bug dave well, <laughs> you can bug dave but even though i did draft him here
2: yeah um i don't think that the playing time's guaranteed I think that there's a lot of moving parts there and Ty France plays into that. So we'll, we'll see what they do there.
0: I like Ty France a lot too. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks boys. Thanks Michael and Matt or Marty
2: or Matthew or Matty Wood Matt or Michael me. Whatever. <laughs> All
0: right. Thanks boys. Well, uh, we'll, Thank uh, we'll, you. Catch up, we'll catch up in the chat and thanks. Thanks again. This has been a blast.